March Madness all day. I think Charlottesville is under tax. And some basketball games, too. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. So is it wrong to be grateful for something that was done for the wrong reason? It goes with the sound. But with the right outcome, I mean, it's a conundrum, isn't it? If if something that you wanted to happen happens and it was brought about by people who had uh, the same outcome but for a different reason, one that you don't support either, but you wind up in the same place, isn't that coalition, isn't that bipartisanship? So I think you, you, and you, even semi-habitual user of the program knows I am not a an ardent supporter of our tax cuts going to build an arena for Ted Leonsis and the Washington Capitals and Wizards, aka the Alexandria Capitals and Wizards. Um, and it's not just because you know the Wizards are well on into. Uh, well, what they call a rebuild, and it looks like the Capitals are heading that way as well. At some point, the great eight is going to retire. And so aside from being woeful and really just there to pad the win-loss totals of everyone else in their respective leagues, really don't see why we have to be building their arena for them. I know, I know, they're big things. These arenas, they're big things. They, they cost a lot of money. They need, they need guarantees from the government and everything else. But it's a railway yard. And there are other cities. If, if you're of the mind that building arenas and stadiums and concert halls helps revitalize downtown areas... Why build a downtown area where there isn't one and then claim it needs renovation? No, there's no downtown area to rebuild. It's a railway yard or former railway yard. Aren't there downtown areas that need revitalization that aren't in the District of Columbia run by the Virginia government, there were plenty of downtown areas all around that could use a little revitalization. Don't build a new one and then say we need to revitalize it. So <clears throat> I have I have not been a fan of this since Governor Yunkin stood on the stage with Ted Leonsis and announced the damn thing. But Joe, he's a Republican. That doesn't, that's actually worse. That's worse than saying, well, I can't get tax cuts, so we're going to spend the money on a basketball arena. That, by the way, even by the governor's own office's estimates, is going to lose money. Oh, they don't say it that way. They say, here's what we, what, here are how many events we need to hold to be profitable. They were, they're already saying they need to hold as many events as the Capital One Arena, which, by the way, is still going to exist and still going to be holding events. And I'll guarantee you that 
Taylor Swift and the Travis Kelsey World Tour is going to rather play in D.C. than in Alexandria. Why? Because there's a bigger population there. And damn straight, anyone in the urban contemporary world would rather play in D.C. than Alexandria. I don't know who, you know, Usher probably has long since passed being cool for the kids to listen to. But pulling from more names from last night's Super Bowl presentation. I mean, maybe Reba McIntyre or... Uh, or um, the kid who did America the Beautiful. Maybe they want to play Alexandria. But the girl who sang the Black National Anthem, I'm sure she'd rather play at the Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. So they're not even going to get the number of events that they need to get to be profitable. So they're going to lose money, which means you and me are going to be on the arm for even more money. Because there'll be guarantees. Just like the wind farm, the Ralph Northam Memorial Wind Farm in the Atlantic Ocean. Dominion has already told everyone, well, we're pretty sure it's not going to make as much electricity as we thought, so we want the State Corporation Commission to give us permission to charge the ratepayers. So the Virginia Senate has killed, a.k.a. removed the bill from consideration that would have established this arena authority because they say, quote, the governor hasn't negotiated in good faith with them. Hey, join the club, Skippy! Building arenas is not what we elect conservatives for. And it's how, it's how it becomes almost impossible to get conservatives elected. John McGuire is out there telling everyone that Bob Good is the reason that Republicans didn't win the majority in the House and Senate. I would argue that the, the, the example of this arena deal is why the Virginia Republican voter didn't believe the Virginia Republican candidates sufficiently to win the majority in the House and Senate. Because when Virginia conservatives say, we're going to support fiscal conservatism and, and return tax money to you and then go out and build arenas, we tend to start not believing you when you tell us this stuff. But I ask you again, because you're my advisory council, is it, is it wrong to be pleased with the results of something that happened for the wrong reasons but gave you the right results? Because the Senate Democrats, they, they don't want to give the money back to you either. Cree Deed said so without even being shy about it. No, the Senate Democrats believe they can do more with that money. They'll build, they'll build homeless shelters in the railway yard. They'll set up tent cities in the railway yard. while they drive more jobs out of the area. I didn't notice the governor having to build a, a, a factory for Mack trucks when they expanded. Did we have to build a, a facility for Lego? No, we didn't build that either. Why do we have to build one for Ted Leonsis? I mean, we gave him tax breaks. Give, give Leonsis. How about give us tax breaks? Avoid the traffic. Listen for reports all morning and whenever there's an accident on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. This is the sound. 
was uh, Jim Pederick. Uh, he was a guest of the show. That uh, was uh, written uh, as his his sort of before the uh, before the Eric Clapton, Van Morrison led us back into our arenas. Period of coverage before before the big names came along, and Jim Pederick isn't. You know, isn't an unnamed person, co-author of Eye of the Tiger. He, he's got a few bucks in the bank. 38 special, and you know, mostly to his credit. But you know, did, you know, when he penned Empty Arenas and came on Joe Thomas in the morning to talk about it, about six months later, Van Morrison and Eric Clapton stole his thunder and went a little bit more directly towards the source. And we're going to talk about the men of science, Tony, take the shot, leave the cannolis, Fauci, and Michael Mann act. Mm. And not because I want Michael Mann to come after me now that he's won his suit against Mark Stein. But to the point of Pederick's empty arenas, see, this is this is the thing that we do. We We... And, and it sounds obscure because nobody else talks this way. We have grown addicted to the trappings of prosperity rather than the actual prosperity. We don't want to work hard for prosperity. Anymore. We just want the stuff that prosperity is. This, is. this is part and parcel of why our credit card debt is several trillion dollars as a nation. Because we might not have the money to afford a brand new flat screen TV to watch the NFL championship game on. But we want it because it makes us feel successful. It's, it's the thing that says, oh, you're successful. And I know you're looking at the radio. Come on, Joe, you brag unendingly about buying your house. And my house is a modest ranch in Fluvanna County. I thought I was doing well. I bought an acre of land, a little acre and a quarter. Every every single person around me owns in excess of 10 to 20 acres. I'm just like, oh, I got an acre. Oh, yeah, I got 20 acres across the street from me. Oh, can I enjoy just having an acre of land to myself for a little while? But that's the, that is the trouble. So we... we we look at the the collection of things we have, like arenas. We have an arena. We have we have a bunch of arenas. The Wizards and Capitals have a perfectly good arena to play in. Suck it up, Buttercup. Get better. Win more games. Shut up and sit down. And if Ted Leonsis wants to move his team, good luck drawing hockey fans in New Orleans or wherever else he wants to threaten to move to. I love sports. My dad and I used to watch ESPN all morning long on Sunday mornings. It was our Sunday morning ritual. My mom would make some eggs, and we'd sit in the living room and watch the sports reporters. And Eventually, I marveled at the fact that he never mentioned all those years that he went to school with Dick Schapp, but that's okay. That's just family memories. I love sports. I love the things, more importantly, I love the things that sport stands for. And they don't stand for a big municipal arena paid for with taxpayer money. Sorry. 
And and you can write all the editorials and all the newspapers. As a matter of fact, I, I don't claim to speak for all conservatives, but if every newspaper in the Commonwealth publishes an editorial, coincidentally on the weekend when the Senate and the House are going to decide on establishing uh, an arena authority for Alexandria under the governor's control, saying, what a great idea this is and how much money it'll make us and and how it will revitalize this empty railway yard. You want a, re, you want a conservative s- solution? Joe, this is not paid for by the Joe Thomas for Governor campaign. Yeah, I made you, yeah, you threw up a little in your mouth at the sound of that, didn't you? But you want a conservative solution to the Potomac Yard? If if we if we own all the land because the railway company abandoned it, then tear up the railway tracks. Take take the hit. Tear up the railway tracks, and then sell it. Get out of the way. Get get the get it off of our books. We shouldn't be owning land. It'll report Virginia's park system owns 4 million acres of land in the Commonwealth of Virginia, meaning private people don't own that land. If we don't own the land and Norfolk Southern has it and they don't want it and they're asking the government to take care of it, well, stop closing facilities in Roanoke and we might think about it. Oh, we went there. Stop laying off all the people in Roanoke, and the governor of Virginia might help you out with the Potomac Yard, Jack. Oh, Jack, you don't understand. It's the cost of doing business. This is America 2.0. Oh, yeah, it is America 2.0, and it's and unfortunately, we're still working off the agreements of America 1.0. America 2.0, the America of the 16th Amendment, where our private property is first to be gone through by the government to take their share, and then every April 15th we go and beg for a little of it back. This whole railway renovation stadium deal is a reminder of why we should hold our elections right right during tax season. I'm not saying before or after. I'd like it to be before, while everyone is sitting there feeling like they need some preparation H after they finish their preparation tax. But the arenas never are full to the degree. This is the point of the Pederick bumper music, the empty arenas. The arenas are never full to the degree, and they never can generate the business. And, and, and the biggest, most modern ones, even the Capital One Arena, they have all the restaurants and all the entertainment. They even have gambling dens inside the arena. So you never have to walk out. You don't have to be Bruce and Martha Wayne walking out of the theater with their young son, Oh, Bruce is the son. I'm sorry. Forgetting my Batman lore. Thomas and Martha Wayne walking out of the theater with young Bruce at their side, only to come across 
a robber with a pistola. No, you never have to do that. Just walk right out, you know, go downstairs, come up in the parking garage, and drive on home. Thank you for playing. So I don't know how you're going to revitalize the area. If it's anything like a lot of our developments, our mixed-use developments, you're going to build a bunch of condominium complexes and residential areas that nobody who works at the arena can afford to rent anyway. This email comes in from Dan. He says, Joe, don't feel so bad. Quite a bit good happens in this country for the wrong reason. (laughs) Democrats don't want to give me my tax money back or you our tax money back. They want to use it for their own purposes. So, you know, killing the arena deal is only like kissing your good-looking second cousin. Yeah, it undid something we didn't want done. We're not getting the money back. We're not conspiracy theorists. What do they do with this information that they collect? We're conspiracy analysts. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Thomas in the morning. So um, uh, the emails are now pouring in saying, Joe, this is why Republicans don't win. It isn't Bob Good. It isn't Glenn Youngkin. It's talk show hosts like you that will criticize Republicans while the Democrat talk show hosts Never, ever criticize Democrats. Well, I would argue that it takes a Herculean effort to get them to criticize Democrats. See the uh, left-wing media's turning on President Biden. The well-meaning old man with a fading memory. No, he is a mean, vindictive, spiteful human being who's never had a good memory. Not that I would argue with the esteemed special prosecutor that was appointed by the administration to look into the documents he took home with him. But it takes a lot to get the left-wing media to turn on a Democrat. Yes, you are correct in that. It takes it takes three years of... <laughs> to get them to say, uh, who would be Joe Biden's successor? while the vice president is sitting in the room with them. I mean, I actually think somebody asked Kamala Harris who should be the successor to Joe Biden if he wasn't to run in 2024. And understand, this isn't flaw or feature. But so the blame has been laid at my doorstep like a burning bag of bovine excrement. Is it is it the fact that we point out places that... Glenn Youngkin has fallen astray and isn't behaving like the conservative he he was purported to be in his campaign. This one comes in from Sarah, who says, Joe, Governor Youngkin is our governor. We need to support him. If he says we need an arena, we need an arena. Remember what Governor Youngkin, and, and, and this is what conservatives always forget when they get into office, 
is why they're there. Why did Governor Youngkin get 5% more votes than a Republican should reasonably expect to get in places like Fairfax County and Loudoun County? Hmm? Why did he outperform most Republicans in Albemarle County? Do you remember? Seems like so long ago, doesn't it? Because he said he was going to put parents back in charge of their children's education. That was the that was the rallying cry. Remember, goading Governor McAuliffe into inaptly and awkwardly saying to everyone via television that he didn't believe parents had any right to have a say in what their kids were learning. So how the, how's that been going? I mean, while he's I, I understand. Getting Ted Leonsis to want a new arena must be time-consuming. I mean, first you have to come up with the amount of money that would make Ted Leonsis want this. So, so, so let's let's talk about putting parents back in charge of their kids' education. How's that been going? Oh, Joe, I hear you arguing now, but Joe, don't you understand the Democrats in the House and Senate? Yeah, and and then you know what Democrats do when Republicans don't do what they want? They go on TV, they go on the radio, they get in the newspapers, and all they do mo- almost monomaniacally is is sit there and tell you how the Republicans are in the way of what they're doing. And that's what Governor Youngkin should be doing. He should be on every radio show once a week telling you how the Democrats have stood in the way of the parents having a say in what their kids see in school. Every, every incident, no stone unturned. I don't care how close the House or Senate district is of the area. If Albemarle County says we, we want to you know, give the school division complete control over what your kids see, even in the evenings when they come home, if we want to send child protective services to somebody who's driving to school listening to Joe Thomas in the morning because that's exposing them to pornography, political pornography, then he should be out there calling this stuff out every single time because you know what? That's what Adam Schiff did to Donald Trump. That's what Louise Lucas does to Glenn Youngkin. And we pretend, and again, this goes back to we're playing by Marcus of Queensbury rules, and they're in a mixed martial arts fight. Tom Garrett said it myself. I got a bunch of emails saying Tom's acting like a, a Republican version of the Democrats. Yeah, well, it's about time a Republican started acting, you know, not, not legislating. Glenn Youngkin is the one who's legislating like a Democrat. I can't get any of the things I want done, so I'll build an arena. That's not what we want. We want somebody who's going to go on the offensive and go out and call out every time a Democrat goes and runs under the banner of book banning and then goes out and starts book banning. Books like, oh, I don't know, the Bible, Russell Kirk's Conservative Principles, Constitution, banning those books. Good morning. You're on the air with Joe Thomas in the morning. Who's this? Good morning, Joe. It's Chris. Hey, Chris. I was thinking, uh, you know, this 
this uh, this issue that you're talking about is so ingrained in our um, in our universities that that is where the emphasis needs to be placed. And and and, and it's uh, you can't get dictatorial about this. You can't go in and fire all these uh, all these administrators and and teachers in these universities for uh, schools of education. Um, that's you know that's that's it's kind of like the public has to give consent to getting rid of these people and and how do you do that in a, in a free society without being tyrannical um, you know this is the train of thought that these people have developed which is we know better than the parents know uh, about what's good for their kids mm-hmm. Um we, we know that uh, we have them eight hours a day, and we are going to use that influence uh, behind the parents' backs. And until Americans see how heinous that is, and until they start uh, saying to themselves, well, you know, I'm not going to give money to that university, uh, and I'm going to lobby uh, people that are on the board to uh, get their alumni to stop giving money to the universities. You know, it's kind of like going to the head of the snake. Um, it's a it's a heinous, heinous idea that you're going to get uh, children behind the backs of the parents and manipulate their thinking to the point where they become, uh, anti- they become uh, no longer members of their family sure. because they, they turn their backs on their parents. This is heinous. It's diabolical. It's plain evil. The one thing that I say about Yunkin is that he, um, he, he spoke out. And I think that's enough for him to get the office. He came out and he, he at least he had the, he had the, the courage to say that McAuliffe was a cad by making a statement like that. And then I'm glad he did. He, uh, he, you know, that's what it's going to take, Joe. People have to stand up. But and they have to speak out when they see treachery. When they see sure. somebody behaving like uh, so antithetical to Americanism, then they stand up and say, I don't care what happens to me. I don't care what people say. I don't care what job they fire me from. This has to be known and it has to be stopped. So that Without great, question. That but that's what I was saying is, is since he was elected, and especially given the fact that he doesn't need to run for re-election, and he's, you know, maybe he's worried about Republican majorities in the House of Senate. That didn't work out for him. Um, so he didn't go out and get bold about it. But when you, the reason I brought up Adam Schiff and Louise Lucas and people like that is because they are the ones who, if, if they run on something and somebody stands in the way of it, they will be on every radio platform they can get on. They'll be on every TV station they can get on calling them out for it. And they'll, they'll make their own narrative. Yeah, but they're it. not going to be, they're not going to be canceled, Joe, because the, we, the institutions are so much on their side. Oh, I, I'm not, uh, with, with the, with, when you're on the right, when you're on the right, the only thing that you have going for you that's not going to cancel you is Joe Thomas' show. Yeah, but uh, know, do we have like, the clip? Do we have the Donald Trump clip? Donald Trump Jr. was in Lexington on uh, Saturday at Washington and Lee University, and and uh-huh. I and and he summed this up. I'll, I'll get the clip in a in a moment. Oh, hold two. on! Did you say Lee? How dare you say know. that? I <laughs> know. What a horrible <laughs> thing. You know, uh, and, and, and but he, he spoke exactly to what you're saying. And I'll, I'll get to it when I come back from the break, but I'll, uh, you know, people say, is there still a school named after Lee? No, it's Bruce Lee, okay? No, it's Stan Lee. Uh, you know, but, uh, be good, <laughs> no, my friend. No, it's Robert E. Lee. No, I know it is. I know it is, sir. God bless you. You have a good morning. 
Yeah, he was uh, he was known to George Washington's family. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's called Washington and Lee University. Anyway, so we'll get that clip. Uh, go 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 to the newsroom and get that clip of Don Jr. Unlike cryptocurrency, you can download the Seville 1075 smartphone app for free, and it will never go down in value. Get yours at the Google Play or iTunes store. We must step out from the shadows. We must understand that there's some consequence, but it doesn't matter because the consequence of inaction are far, far more draconian than the consequence of speaking up. That's Donald Trump Jr. from Washington and Lee University just this weekend. He was there for their mock convention um, where they always kind of set up and they, they pretend they're the members of whatever party's not holding the White House at the moment. And, and there are essential things that I, again, this this is all either correlation or causation of how we wind up with this elected monarchy where the president, whether he is coarse, mean, calls people names, or is a well-meaning senior citizen with a poor memory. They wield too much authority. And so we become blood sport every four years because we want our king elected. We are, we are holding these battles the way the, the tribes of England did to try to win the kingdom. And that's, that's a huge problem in and of itself. But Donald Trump Jr. is right. If, if you go out on a limb and you speak your mind, like our friend Joel got in trouble at work because he wore a T-shirt that said the Constitution matters. How many of my advertisers have been harassed by people saying, do you know... I mean, just, just in the, the past uh, couple of weeks, the Republican mainstream has gone after Charlie Kirk. In the same way they went after Donald Trump. They, mis, they misquoted him. They, they fragmentized a sentence of a discussion. The same thing they would do to me if I stuck my nose up too high. I mean, we have some position here in Central Virginia, but we're not big enough fish for them to come out and lift some sentence out of context and say, look at what Joe Thomas said. They could. Give them plenty of ammunition, but I don't care. I have the things that I care about, and I know that they're going to be there for me. There used to be... A, a, a theory that freedom was just another word for nothing left to lose. Nowadays, we have this feeling like freedom is the stuff that we could lose. Freedom is our flat screen TV and our paddle game. 
and this lamp. Extra credit score for anyone who knows who's, what movie I was just making reference to. rather than the actual liberty uh, trappings and maybe it's maybe we're so long removed from the liberty that made these things that that we've grown accustomed to having that we don't understand it anymore so we're threatened with losing our flat screen tv or our internet service or our smartphone What about the guy who's who lost his license to make a living because his food truck was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, 2021? Wasn't participating, just happened to be there. The city of Richmond pulled his license to sell food from his food truck. And because he lost his license to sell food from his food truck by his own volition, they wouldn't even help him with unemployment or, or any other sort of services. They said he didn't qualify. Got a minute or so before the news. Let me see if I can get you in here. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Joe, it's Clark. Hey, Clark. What's going on, sir? So Republicans can't win because conservative talk show hosts have the intellectual integrity that the mainstream media lacks. Yeah, basically. Because we won't shut up and sit down and uh, you know, and pitch the pitch for them. Anyway, go ahead. If we're going to reference a movie, I guess we need to get Jack Nicholson. The truth, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> you know, last time I used that line, somebody said, you know, Joe, he was the bad guy in that movie. I said, was he? I said, you know, think, about yeah, the rest of that, think about the rest of that speech and what he was talking about. But, uh, you know, anyway. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, is, know, it's, if, if it can be destroyed or damaged by the truth, then it probably deserves to be destroyed or damaged by the truth. The reason Republicans can't win is because they do not deliver on what they promise. Democrats never, ever disappoint. They promise to move the country to the left, and they do it every chance they get. Republicans tell us that they will, at the very least, retard that process, and they don't. And that's the reason you don't have majorities in either house right now. Yes, but they, the claim is that because people like you and me discuss it publicly on the radio, that's why it's so hard for Republicans to get elected. <laughs> All we do is tell the truth, Joe. That's <laughs> right. Uh, you know... Uh, uh, Delegate Garrett once said on the radio, they was apparently he was asked in Libya or Syria or one of these countries he's gone to. Uh, they asked him if uh, which is more important, freedom or truth, and he said truth because if you have truth, freedom follows. Uh, and I always thought that was a brilliant turn of a phrase. But anyway, I must run to the news, my friend. You have a great morning. Keep doing what you do. Live from the gaslit streets of Central Virginia. Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.
calls her mama, I'm sure all the hundred around. We all fear things, don't we? We all feel the most damning thing that we fear is change. I think rounding the clubhouse turn, gaining on change is solitude, is abandonment. We fear not having things we've grown accustomed to. Jefferson admits this in his Declaration of Independence, paraphrasing, but he essentially says, listen, I get it. We don't want to change governments we've grown used to. We don't want to change houses we've grown used to. We don't want to change jobs we've grown used to. We don't want to go out on that limb. We've we've piled up our collection of things here. As George Carlin said, you just need a place for your more stuff. Just need a place for my stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me, that hurt. Apparently my voice is not quite biologically tuned to do a George Carlin impression. And I don't know how long it's been since you lost your last job. I don't, I don't know how long it's been since you lost your last spouse or significant other. There's always that fear. And I'm not saying we should be <coughs> frivolent, devil-may-care with our relationships. However, fear is not healthy. If you're working for somebody or, or you're, 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 you're applying your trade in some way and you're afraid, then you're not being the best you can be. To pull from the pop culture at the end of the day, though, he wasn't having the greatest day ever. Patrick Mahomes was not afraid and led his team to victory anyway. It would be easy to say, "Oh, I've thrown some interceptions. I'll be timid about it. I don't want to. I don't want to cause my team to lose." But sometimes, when you think that way, then you don't help your team win. And that's and that's what you have to remember is that the timidity that is brought on by the fear is is what the authoritarians count on. This is why so frequently I discuss gaslighting. Gaslighting is this, this horrific, mean-spirited human corruption that causes people to, rather than just on the basis of merit, say, I've got a good idea, here's what I think. They want to make you think your idea stinks. So you'll go along with their idea whether it's good or not. We get to you. Lines are ringing like crazy. I must have said something crazy. Good morning. You're on the air with Joe Thomas in the morning. Who's this? Good morning, Joe. Joel. My my ears got stirred. I, I was listening early, so uh, ah, you heard me talking about you out of school. <laughs> ah, all right. Now you're here to say, listen, keep my get, get my name out your mouth is what they say in my old neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I'm one of those uh, believers in Jesus Christ and infidel. Uh, what was the uh, term that uh, Hillary used? I'm a I'm a deplorable. Yep, yep. I'm a yep. MAGA reporter. I mean, re- re- supporter. I can't even speak this morning. But 
What I would like to say to all the Democrats, I mean, maybe maybe we can do a fundraiser and we can raise money so they can get airline tickets and maybe, you know, pay for their visas and send them over to uh, North Korea or maybe uh, Yemen and or, or uh, maybe Saudi Arabia. You probably don't need a visa there, but send them there and, and then see if they want to go and complain and say how their rights are being infringed upon by by us, as as everybody else was saying, trying to follow the United States Constitution because they don't believe in in first of all in 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 inalienable rights which are God given, and then the foundation of this country, which is the, the Constitution, where farmers and plowshares and surveyors and lawyers and people probably who were just general blacksmiths, carpenters, who, who basically uh, helped us establish this country and fought hard and went through the worst things that they could possible with weather and starvation and lack of hope. But the, the Democrats want to take away what, not, not necessarily just the commodity, but, but the but the faith and understanding what this country was built on, you know, to eliminate the flag, put some rainbow fruit loop flag out there and, and, and then take away meaning of things. Well, you know, and you, you've hit a bunch of things there. It's like a salad bar for breakfast, Joel. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't need to bring a salad, you know, worst salad or anything. Well, I'm just, as long as it's not getting tossed, I'm, we're good. Um, but you <laughs> know, the, the, the issue is, as you said, you know, we, we are afraid of losing the trappings of liberty. But then you look at people who are, who've spent a thousand days in jail without ever seeing the inside of a courtroom because they went into the Capitol building without the invitation of one of the congressmen or senators. Um, you know, that's a redundancy. Apologies. Um, you know, the, the, you know, those people, you know, just another arrest down in Hampton Roads of another Virginian for being there on January 6th. I mentioned the guy who lost his license from the city, the city of Richmond took away this food truck operator's license because, uh, he, he was reported to have been selling food in Rich, in Washington DC on January 6th. Somebody went to Richmond City Council and said, this guy was there, uh, and, you know, we should punish him. He wasn't participating. He was selling sandwiches to them. To the people who were there, and and this is the kind of world we've become. We are that third world peephole country that President Trump warned us about. We it's lawfare. It's it's if you disagree with me, I want to throw you in jail. I want to I want to get you fired from your job. I want you to lose your family because because you disagree with me. You you look at the University of Virginia, founded on the principle organized in such a way as to force the students and the faculty to live together on the uh, in the academical village so that students could see their professors after class and say hey professor what you were saying about such and such i have a question about that and then the professors were you know forced to have to answer to students that might disagree with them and that that uh, jefferson's idea was this was where brilliance was created uh, not not dogma, not not uniformity, not unanimity. 
that Viva La Difference was what we were shooting for, and and we're quickly going away from it. And I think it's it's it may be the correlation, it may be the causation of our our elected monarchy that we have. Uh, you know, it's one guy or the other guy, and they're going to wield their pen and their phone like King Arthur wield Excalibur. And and we've got to get away from this because they do it while saying, well, if I wasn't doing this, you might not have that flat screen TV to pay extra money for Paramount Plus to watch the Super Bowl game on uh, or whatever else. Um, you know, it's crazy, but that's, that's the thing we've gotten to. Uh, I, I, earlier this program, I was talking about Governor Yunkin's failed arena deal and how I was pleased that what I wanted the outcome to be came about not by the hands of the people I wanted to do it, but by people who wanted something completely different. Um, uh, for it, but but at the end of the day, Governor Yunkin ran on giving parents the authority back over their kids, but failing at that, he's decided to build us a basketball stadium. Come on, this is this is what we're failing at. We're failing at the simple stuff. We we think everything's got to be fancy. Guess what? You know, life is three yards in a cloud of dust. Boy, I'm torturing the football metaphors, aren't I? This morning, uh, it's 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 the grinder. I was saying this to my son once. He was in culinary school. He's got a degree in baking. I said, you know, the most successful bakers aren't the ones you see on Food Network making fancy wedding cakes. The the most successful bakers are the ones who make great scones and muffins and a good cup of coffee and people line up and they practically print money every morning. They this and they they and they they, 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 they but they do something for the constituency at large and and that's the thing we've lost we've lost the the amazing brilliance of the baker that makes the scones and the muffins for us we don't celebrate the the farmer we don't say you know we we act like the farmer's got to get permission from the governor to to do anything and we beg and plead for a little permission from the virginia general assembly to do stuff for us and oh i should take a breath in between doing this i was starting to get lightheaded joel you got me all wound up here dude what are you doing? Well, well, Jeff, we all have to say, we all have to say, since we're listeners, we wake up for a cup of Joe. <laughs> Very funny. I'm wearing my Shenandoah Joe T-shirt. As a matter of fact, uh, he. Uh, it, it, uh, <sighs> I, I, apologies for it, but you know, but it it is it is without question. The, the problem that we're facing right now is we're afraid. We're afraid of losing that job. We're afraid of losing, uh, you know, all the things that we've grown accustomed to. And, and that's what they count on happening. They, 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 they want us to go along with it because, uh, because we're afraid of, of not having our flat screen TV. And guess what? Having lost jobs without any foretelling, uh, uh guess what? You wake up the next morning and the sun comes up in the same place in the sky and you dust yourself up and you go go forward. I mean maybe maybe the maybe the people that are you said Mark Senator Mark Warner listen to this, maybe they need to start being less of a politician and being more of a person. Yeah, you'd you'd like to think so. Anyway, I've I've run long here, Joel. You have a good morning, sir. All right, thanks, Joe. Four three four nine six four one zero seven five, and I have no special brilliance in this. I have no degree in constitutional law. I have, you know, outside of the fact that the Constitution, as I understood it, 
was written for people like you and me. He starts monologuing. He starts monologuing. Yeah, yes, all right. So uh, if you don't want it to be a monologue, 434-964-1075. It's like you put a let's go Brandon case on your smartphone. Let's go Brandon, I agree. Listen live on the free Seville 1075 app.